Agutavach. So today's daf is daf nun dalid, page fifty four. In the Heliga Masechus Nedarim, we are starting a brand new parak, the seventh parak of Nedarim. A beautiful daf. We're familiar with the daf. It continues on the theme that we've been on, which is that when somebody makes a statement uh, prohibiting something on himself, whatever can possibly be included in that statement from people hearing in his society environment. Whatever people understand, that's what he's going to have to follow through on, okay? So, we said, for example, if somebody says, I'm not drinking, uh, I'm prohibiting myself from milk. Does that include whey? What, 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 what's going on in people's minds when he says this? If somebody says meat, does it include gravy? All right, so we're continuing on this theme, but now we're going to shift over to produce. A person who says, I'm making a vow from Yarok, from greens. You're still allowed to eat melons. Two separate things. People don't refer to melons as greens. Rebbe Kiva, sir. Rebbe Kiva says, no, it's going to be a problem. We'll see why in the, in our, on our daf. The Chum said to Rebbe Akiva, one second, why are you saying that greens and melons are the Zalbazach is the same thing? Let's say somebody asks, Ruvain says to Shimon, please go to the marketplace and buy greens for me. And Shimon were to come back and say, I only found melons. What you see from here is that people in their minds don't naturally assume that they should get melons when they're instructed to get greens. So why are you saying it's the same thing? If you see in here, people's minds do not work like that. If you ask somebody to buy your greens and they come back with melons, you'll be like, why didn't you ask me first? So why do you, Rebbe Kiva, put them in the same word, in the same category? So Omar Lahem, Rebbe Kiva said, In your storyline, you actually would be correct. However, I want to tell you something. What happens... It, um, yeah, what happens if somebody says, um, go buy me greens, and he says, I only found beans. You know why the guy is going to say, you know, there's no greens. Do you want melons instead? Because melons are the same as greens. No one's going to come back and say, huh, oh, I couldn't find greens. Do you want me to buy you milk? Do you want me to buy you cereal instead? What shaykhs? Cereal and milk? What? Beans? What? Rebbe Kiva says, for the very fact that if you ask somebody to buy you greens and they're even asking, should I get melons instead, is a proof that melons is like a replacement of greens. People do keep it together in their minds in the same category. Fascinating machoikas. Again, the Tanakhama says... I'll bring you a proof they're different because nobody will take the melons unless they ask. And Rebbe Kiva says, for the fact that they're asking is a proof that there's a shaykhis. Is a proof that it's similar. Otherwise, why would you ask? Right? Uh, I, please buy a car. I couldn't find the car. I got you honey nut Cheerios. What? For the fact that you're willing to interchange it is a raya that it goes in the same paragraph. The Osir says the Mishnah of the Osir, the Poil HaMitzri Lach. If a person says... I'm forbidding myself to eat greens. He's going to be usher in a poil mitzri lach, in wet Egyptian beans, umutr biyavesh, but older, drier ones, 
would be included in this statement. Okay. Apparently, while <coughs> excuse me, while the beans are still wet, which means they have the moistness inside of them, they're con- they would be connected to the word greens. Once they're dried out, it's not connected anymore to being fresh produce. It's not fresh produce, and nobody would use it for uh, within the same words. Okay, beautiful Mishnah with a fascinating machlekes. Between Tana Kama and Rabbi Kiva, as to how to define and and determine whether something is in the same category as a yarak. Do we say that the fact that you'll ask is a proof it's different, or do we say no? The fact that you're asking whether you want that as a replacement is a raya. That it's kind of similar. Okay. Zof de Gemara. Hanai der yarak. A person makes a vow from greens. V'chulu. V'hamin yarak nadar. Says the Gemara. I don't understand Rabbi Akiva Shita. Let's just, before even getting into the Rabbi Akiva's response. I mean, melons aren't greens. So why is Rabbi Akiva automatically assuming it's the same? Amarula ba'imer yarke kedera alai. I'll tell you why. Because... When he says, when the guy said, he didn't just say greens. He said, he said, okay. Now, what does it mean, yarke kedera? Yarke kedera means anything that grows that would generally be cooked together in a pot with it. Things that are put together. And that, that Mamela, he, he didn't just say yarak, he said, yarke kedera. He's referring to something that's, you know, would be put together. In a pot. Maybe it means that I'm making a vow from greens that are eaten in a pot. Okay, meaning ultimately, I don't care what you're going to say about the pot or anything that goes down into a pot. The maisa, it can't include anything that you'd ever put into a pot because there's many things that you ultimately uh, that you ultimately would put into a pot. So one says, the case takas is like this. We're clarifying. The guy says, not just I'm forbidding, I'm taking a vow from greens, but rather, he says, I'm making a vow that greens, yarak, hamizbashal bikadera, any greens that are cooked in a pot are going to be usher on me. And since these types of melons, it can really include squash and things of that sort. So uh, these things would be cooked in a pot. Rabbi Kiva is going to say that it's even going to include the... Um, the Diluim says the Gemara. Okay, fine. So now we understand why Rabbi Akiva is concerned about Diluim being like Yarak because of the statement, right? The guy made a statement of Yarak Hamas Bashal So maybe he's focusing on more fresh produce that grows into a pot. Fine, we get it. Now, bottom line is we have Machoikas, Chachamim, Tanakama, and Rabbi Akiva. What's the Machoikas? What source of their machlekes? Rabbanan Savri the Torah like we explained to him at the Mishnah. Anytime, if you send somebody to buy you an item, if before buying the replacement they would ask first, lav minehu. That that itself is a proof that it's not the same species, so it's not including the same vow. Because again, it's about what people are thinking. So if the guy needs to ask before replacing the Yarak with the Deluim, that itself is a right that people's minds don't assume naturally that Deluim and Yarak are the same thing. Anything that you'd even think should or could be a replacement for the original item 
is also called like the original item. Hence, if he says that I'm making a nether from Yara Kamis Basho from the greens that are cooked in a pot, it's going to include anything, uh, anything that, that is possibly, uh, or I would have thought is possibly included in that, in, uh, that Yerak Nasa Bikadera. Om Rabbi. Rabbi says, Even though Rabbi Kiva says that if you transgress your vow, it's that the vow is transgressed even on Deluim, he'll agree if you eat Deluim and not literally Yarak, there's still not going to be a Chi of Malkus. Okay? So he's saying like this, says Rabbi Akiva, I, I, I'm arguing on the Chachamim and I hold it is the same because a guy would ask about it. But even though I'm saying it would, you know, it's, uh, it's in the same category, it, I agree it's only possibly understood the same way. So it's kind of a suffix. So as far as the neder is concerned, suffix daraisi lechumra, need to be machmer. Anything that could possibly be thought of included in that statement is going to be forbidden. Deluim are forbidden, I hold. Now, would you give somebody malchus based upon a suffix? No. Even though suffix daraisi lechumra, so the neder is a suffix, but to give a malchus, that is not strong enough to do. Okay? So it seems, it seems that Rabbi Akiva and, and uh, the Tanakama are in a machlaikas as far as practical um, isr veheter. As far as consequence, the bo- the, they will both agree if you eat the luim, you're not going to have a chi of malchus. Okay. Here we go. Tanan hosa. We learned in the mission over there, we now about eight, nine lines from the bottom, first two words on the line. If Ruvain sends Shimon to do a, you know, he sends him as his messenger, if the messenger ended up doing something or making a purchase or making use of an item that belonged to Hektish, and he was sent by Ruvain, Ruvain sent Shimon to do it, and, and now they benefited from Hektish, it's the Balabayas. Who's Ma'al? What does Balabayas Ma'al mean? Meaning the one who's, the, who owns it over here, he's the one who has to, who's Iver on Me'ila. He has to pay the Karen and the Chaymish, and he's the one who's obligated to bring the carbon Asham. Fine. But let's say the Shliach did not completely do a Shlichus. Shliach Ma'al. So I'm going to say it's on you. If the Shliach anyway brought around, brought about benefit from Hektish, the chi of me'ila is going to be on the messenger. It's not going to be from the sender. It'll be on Shimon who was sent. It's not going to go back to Ruvain. Because Ruvain's just going to say to Shimon, you didn't do what I asked you to do. Don't, don't send the Avera back on me. Okay? That is the halacha of the Mishnah. Again, step back, simple case. Ruvain says, Shimon, please go make use of this animal. Use this animal to carry something. Shimon does it. Turns out the camel, the camel, the the animal belonged to Hektish. So there was Meila. They used something holy in a in a mundane way. So who's obligated? So Reuven is the one who is obligated. Okay. Now let's say Shimon doesn't doesn't perform his shlichus with the animal properly. So then Shimon is the one who's going to be uh, who's going to be mechuyev because he's no longer a messenger for Reuven. He didn't do. But Reuven asked him to do, he's kind of acting on his own accord. Man Tana, who is the Tana who's of this opinion? Omar of Chista, Rav Chista says, Mastisin like Rabbi Akiva. First, I'll tell you who it's not. It's not the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, the time we learned in our Mishnah. We learned in the Mishnah over there, Ketzad, 
Um, what's the case? Amar If the Shliach Ruvain says to Shimon, Tain Basul Archim, give me to some guests, Venasalam Kovit, and instead of Shimon, who's his messenger, giving the guests meat, he gives them Kovit. He gives them liver. Ah, Valdik, Chavr. Yeah, a good Yiddish meal. Yeah, he's giving them liver. Doesn't tell us whether it's chopped or fried, I'm not sure. But he gives them liver. Tain Kovit. Let's say the owner says, Please serve the guests liver. And Shimon gives them meat. Since he didn't listen to the, to the instructions of the homeowner and he gave something else. So it's all on Shimon. If it turns out this meat belonged to Hektish, Shimon is the one who's chayav on me'ila. Okay. V'i Rebbe Akiva. Now, the reason why this cannot be Rebbe Akiva, because if it's Rebbe Akiva, Akiva holds, any time you would have an uh, a item where the messenger would have asked the sender, so i.e., for example, would you say liver is meat? It's not literally meat, but if let's say there is no meat, is it sensible for the messenger to go to the sender and say, hey, uh, Ruvain, there's no meat. Do you want me to serve them liver instead? That, that's a sensible replacement. According to Rabbi Akiva, it's the same thing, right? It's, he's doing his shlichus. So says the Gemara, beautiful, in this case, the liver and the meat, according to Rabbi Akiva's opinion, we should say that either way, even if you, uh, that, that when he changes the meat, the liver, the liver to the meat, it should be on the balabayas, because it's like the same thing. It's something that the messenger would actually ask about. However, and it shouldn't go back to the shliach. So, it cannot be, says Rav Chista, I'll tell you who it's not. It's not the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Okay? Omar Abaye. Abaye says that no, not necessarily. Abaye says you could, uh, you know, you should know the Tana. Can Afilu Rabbi Akiva? The Tana of the Brisa who says Balabayas that the Balabayas is mal if he does a shlichus and otherwise not can even be Rabbi Akiva. How so? Afilu Tamer Rabbi Akiva top of Amud Beis because Milai Maidu Rabbi Akiva wouldn't Rabbi Akiva agree that Tzarech Luche that at least you have to ask. He said Abaye says like this beautiful. Maybe the reason why in that case we're putting the achrayas, the obligation on Shimon, is because he never ended up asking Reuven. He should have. Rabbi Akiva at least agrees you should have asked before doing it. But if he didn't, well, we'll say it's on you. It's on you, Shimon. He never went back to the sender and he says, do you want me to give meat? Says the Gemara, Itmar Shmatze Kameda Rava, and Amar Lahain, Shapir Amar Achmeni. Can you imagine? They was told over what Abaye said in front of Rava. Abaye and Rava argue hundreds of times in Shas. They told over Abaye's take to Rava, and Rava says, Nachmeni, a name for Abaye, he, he says he's saying good. He's right. So the Tana of our Mishnah can very well be Rabbi Akiva. Says the Gemara, Man Tana the Palagaled Rabbi Akiva. Who's the Tana? Who would argue on Rebbe Akiva when it comes to Meila? Answer the Gemara: Shimming Amlili. It's Shimming Amlili. The Tanah learned there by Sir Somebody makes a vow that he's not going to eat meat. The Usher, Usher, He made another. He's not going to eat meat. He's not allowed to eat any type of meat. The Usher Barish. He's not allowed to eat from the head of the animal. Over Aglayim. He's not allowed to eat from the feet of the animal. Uve and he can't have the kona, which is the trachea, 
Uvakave, the liver, the lave, the heart. Now, these things are not literal busser. These things are not literal meat. They're edible, but it's not the busser that people refer to. Uvaifais, and he's he's usher in all those things, and he's also usher in chicken. He's also usher in chicken. Okay? Umutur bibsar dogim. You could eat fish. Vichagavim, grasshoppers. He says these things are going to be mutter, as opposed to usher. Okay, Tanakama said that the head, the feet, the trachea, liver, heart, chicken, usher. Rabbi Shemigamil says mutter. Ubaifes, mutter to eat birds. And certainly you're allowed to eat fish and grasshoppers. Shemigamil also says, Karvayim lav basar. The karvayim, the innards, the kishkas, the intestines, that is not called meat. The same way the liver is not called meat, the same way the head is not called meat, the same way the trachea is not called meat, and the vit, the intestines are also not called meat. So if you forbid yourself from meat, you very much could eat your kishka. Vaychleim lav bar inish. As long as, you know, as long as it's the real kishka. Yeah, not the, what we have with the added meat fats. Yeah. Vaychleim lav bar inish. And if people eat it, the labar inish. What she says is, it's not a smart thing to eat. It's not meat. The intestines are not meat. And also, if you eat it, it's not normal. Labar inish. It's not a normal thing that human beings eat. Okay. What he means is, as far as eating it, as far as uh, uh, sales, purchasing and sales, labar inish. He's saying people who usually buy these things. Are lav bar inish? It's not usual. It's not a, a, a usual thing for a human being to buy. Okay. Bottom line is, what do you see from here? We have the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Um, Rabbi Akiva will hold that if something is interchangeable, if you would ask about something, it is in the same family. It absolutely is. Rabbi Shimon says, no, it's not. He says, if you make a nether for meat, you can eat liver. You can eat chicken. You can eat the heart, you can eat the head, you can eat the feet, you can eat, there's no problem. So he's arguing on Rabbi Akiva, because these things you'd think are interchangeable with meat. If you can't find meat, give it up. Uh, so you see over here, he, he says that it's two, two completely separate categories, he would allow it. Fine. So that's the Machlikas. Shem Gamil and Rabbi Akiva. Weiter. Maishna Besar Oif Latanakama, the Osir, the Avach Licha, the Mimlachale. Ask the Gemara, just a question on the Bryce now. Why is it when it comes to chicken that the Tanakama says that it's usher to eat chicken when you said, I'm not going to eat meat? We're going to say because chicken is in the same category in meat as far as if you don't, if you send someone to buy meat and they buy you chicken, it's in the same family. So therefore, if you can't eat meat, you can't eat chicken. Besar dogim nami. Why don't we extend that to fish? Ovid shlicha di ilay mishkach bisra mimlachale. We'll say that if somebody sends someone else to buy meat and he can't find, and there's no meat in the market, he might come back and say, "Listen, there's no meat. Would you like fish instead?" You go to a shul dinner. You go to a school dinner. Fish or chicken? Fish or meat? Sometimes it's interchangeable. Yeah, people say, you don't, there's no meat. Would you like fish instead? 
He says, since people could ask that, why don't we say fish also? It seems everybody's in agreement. Fish is different than meat. Maybe he would say, if you don't find meat, I'll take, ch- I'll take fish. And therefore fish should also be usher. Should also be forbidden if, you're go- if you make a vow on meat. It's a good question. Amr Abai. Abai says, the example is, Shehikiz Dam. What happened was, the one who took a vow said, he, he, um, he was Hikizdam, he let blood, okay, not a blood donation, but back then they would do this as a healthy procedure. Delo Achil Dagim. Over there, nobody's even thinking about interchanging the meat for the fish, because fish, apparently, the Ron explains, was terrible for the health of somebody who let blood. And therefore, if somebody let blood and then asked someone to buy the meat, guess what? That guy who's being sent to buy meat is not going to ask, should I get you fish? That's kind of like somebody who's just had a, you know, who's having an issue with fluid buildup in their body and they're trying to abstain from salt and they say, can you buy me a raw fish? Not, nobody's going to come back and be like, so you want schmaltzering? <laughs> it's, one, it's one piece of salt. Right? No one's going to ask it. It's terrible. For, <laughs> right now, it's not for me. Maybe later. Right now, it's not for me. So Gemara says, under that circumstance, the, uh, the fish is not interchangeable with the meat. Hence, it's not going to be awesome. But it seems, in a regular case, maybe taka, let's say the guy did not let blood. And he said, please get me meat. According to Tanakama, maybe fish would also be usher. Because people would ask about it. Okay? Says Gemari Yachi, if we're dealing with such a case where the guy let blood, you shouldn't even eat chicken. Apparently, Ron explains, it wasn't good for his health either. So why do we say chicken's a problem? Chicken shouldn't be a problem because no one's going to ask about that. It's terrible for him. It's been terrible for his health. Answers the Gemara. The Omar Shmuel, Shmuel says, no, the Misaycher Va'aychel Bisra de Tzifara Parach lebei kitzifra. He says that um, if somebody eats chicken after letting blood, his heart is going to fly like a chicken. Okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? That it's not good. It's not good for him at all. So if somebody lets blood, they're not going to eat chicken. And therefore, if this guy says, I'm not eating meat, he's not even going to be thinking, I'm sorry, he's not going to be thinking about chicken. And therefore, I'm sorry, uh, there's not an answer. We're strengthening the question here. Yeah, strengthen the question. We're proving that chicken is terrible for the heart and nobody would change it for meat after letting blood because Shmuel taught us that if somebody eats chicken after letting blood, it's going to make his heart uh, beat. Uh, a little faster in an unhealthy way. Vitanya, we learned in Abraisa, Ain Makizin Layal Dogim Layal After letting blood, you should not eat salty meat or fish or chicken. Vitanya, and we learned Hikizdam, a person who lets blood, you shouldn't eat milk, you shouldn't have cheese, like baitsim, not eggs, like shachlayim, cress, like birds, salt and meat. So you see very clear that if we're dealing with a guy who's letting blood, he does not want you. Nobody's going to even ask him about, do you want chicken instead? 
So ask the Gemara, if no one's going to ask about wanting chicken instead, and we're dealing with a blood letter, why does our Brysa Taka say that you're usher from eating chicken when you made a vow of meat? You're not thinking about meat. It should be mutter to eat the chicken, because it's terrible for his health. He wasn't thinking about that. Answers the Gemara. Oh, shiny eyefice. Eyefice are different. Why? To efsher al yedei shlika. Not all types of birds are bad after are bad for your health after bloodletting. Because if you actually boil up your chicken, if you boil it in a pot, it's going to be healthy. It's if you bake it, if you broil it, if you roast it, that's when the chicken's not good after bloodletting. However, to boil it's fine. Hence, a person would actually contemplate, hey, there's no meat. You want Rebruven, Shimon says Rebruven, Rebruven, you want me to buy meat? Guess what? There's no meat. Should I buy you chicken? We asked, I no way he wants you to buy you chicken. He just let blood. No, maybe he does. Because if I boil it, it's still good for him. Okay. That's the difference between that's the difference between chicken and fish. Again, you forbid yourself from meat. It's still gonna be usher to eat chicken, but fish is gonna be fine. Abai Omar Rabbi says. Kigain, for example, the Chavion Lei Enei, the guy who made a vow that he doesn't want to eat meat, he had an eye ache. The Chavion, it was heavy on him, lay on him, Enei, his eyes. He had a health problem in his eyes. Okay. So, Dogim, the Dogim, Koshim Leinayim. Fish, apparently, is not good for the eyes. And therefore, if you make a nether about eating meat, you may eat the fi- you may eat the fish under this circumstance. See here, here, follow along. Take a step back. We said in the brisa, if you make another for meat, you you may eat fish. Okay, and if you send someone to buy you, why? why? I we said if you send someone to buy you meat, maybe the, they'll ask, do you want fish instead? You see, it's in the same family. The Gemara had answered, we're dealing with a guy who is letting blood. So there's no way he wants to fish. So that's what I'm trying to clarify here. Why is there no way he wants to fish? So the Gemara says, no, forget the bloodletting. We're dealing with a guy who has an eye ache. And an eye ache guy for sure doesn't want fish. And therefore, if he made another of no meat, he could still eat the fish. He could. It's bad for him, but that wasn't what he's thinking when he made the vow. Ask Gemara Yachi. If that's true, Achil dug him. He should eat fish. To Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Nun samach ayin, Stands for Nuna Sama the Einayim. Nuna, fish, Sama is a medicine for the eye. You hear this? You think that fish is bad for an eye ache. Let me tell you something. Shmuel, who was a bucky and expert in medicine, he taught that fish is wonderful for the eye. It's an excellent, it's a beautiful thing to do. And therefore, it absolutely... Uh, is is um, something that maybe he had in mind when he said, I don't want meat. Maybe he was including fish flesh. He didn't want that either. Answers the Gemara, Hahu suf aichla. The only time fish is good for the eyes is towards the end of the uh, end of the illness. However, to eat fish when it's uh, earlier on in the eye ache it would be a terrible, terrible idea. So bottom line is, this is just another possible approach that Abai is giving, where we're saying, we're saying that um, we want to know why fish would be permitted if you forbid chicken. And we said, normally it wouldn't, but over here you have an eye ache. 
and we're dealing with a situation where it's towards the beginning of the illness, that if you have an eye ache, nobody was, had their mind on fish, because fish is terrible for a person, and since he didn't have his mind on the fish, he's only forbidden to eat meat, fish would still be allowed. However, let's say the guy made the nether towards the end of an eye ache, when fish is good for him, and he says, I will not eat meat. And it's towards the end of the illness. Guess what? It's going to be usher to eat fish as well. Because since at the time that he made the nether, fish was beneficial for him, he possibly had that in mind as well. And he's not permitted to eat the fish. Okay, beautiful. We'll hold it here for this evening. Lesson. Tomorrow morning, we will pick up from the Mishnah on the top of Daf Nunhei, Amar Aleph, Agitavach.